0: All right, everyone, welcome to the Staying Conscious podcast, where we talk about personal development and philosophy. So this is the fourth podcast I make, and I have a special guest with me today. I actually, your name is Douglas, right? Can you introduce that is yourself? My name, yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, uh, my name is Douglas Fleming. Uh, I am the creator of at the One Minute Movement. Uh, it actually started as a One Minute Motivator, as like uh, One Minute Motivator videos on instagram um but yeah one minute movement that's that's me mm.
0: and what what do you do what, what is the purpose of one minute movement
1: um so i'll tell you a little bit but it doesn't sound too great when it sounds like the one minute movement I, mean, I am thinking about rebranding at some point but the whole idea behind the one minute movement was uh i can't remember his name for the life of me but there's a guy on facebook who does one minute like travel videos okay. and I thought well if this guy could do one minute travel videos then why couldn't I do a one minute um, video section on like motivation and self help and personal development and so on um, so I started I think last year making one minute clips on personal development and motivation and so on and then it just stemmed from there and kind of grew um, into my own Instagram page um i now have a website i sell some products on there which is great and i'm just looking forward to the journey that i'm i'm on there. Really.
0: cool and how do you think it's going for you so far
1: at the moment it's going really well like from probably the january up to <laughs> the whole start of this coronavirus yeah. uh, it was i was flying dude like I'm, i set up the website set up my instagram um i actually have a tiktok I realised that TikTok. I didn't actually know a lot of. I do know TikTok. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. I don't think there's a lot of people on the planet that don't know about TikTok, right? Um, But yeah, like I, I got into TikTok quite recently um, because it's just started to become a big thing on the UK market, and I, I didn't realise that they have a sixty-minute or sixty-second section on there. So I do need to improve on that a little bit more. Yeah, and just get myself on there because the whole thing behind my um behind my one minute movement really was to make the one minute videos, um, which I I just haven't got round to it yet, but it is on the agenda. Right,
0: so, uh, I see. Um, you know, because it's like you say that it's one minute you have to do like a motivational video. If I was to make. Yeah a one-minute video, that would be extremely difficult. So I wonder, how do you go about doing it, really? What's the process of doing it?
1: Um, Well, similar to your podcast, actually. is uh, So I'll do a bit of an introduction, so something along the lines of, hello, welcome to my one-minute movement, um, or something along the lines of, today's one-minute motivator is blah, blah, blah. Uh, Talk about a subject such as... I don't know. Give it a subject. <laughs> I'll see if I can do one. on. on All right.
0: Yeah. Let's say, say like, um, I don't know, life purpose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> life purpose. All right. So I'll see if I can ream off a little bit, but don't hold me to it. Just, uh, no, no pressure. Moment, um, so one minute, mo- uh, one minute motivator for today is life purpose. So a big thing for me is that I know my life purpose is to motivate people and to drive people to get to their best and live their best life doing whatever they would like to do hmm. and the most difficult thing for life purpose is finding what you want to do like i didn't know that i wanted to do this until i searched many different avenues and explored loads of different um passions of mine and i kind almost fell into this and I, I fell in love with it and you know that's how i got into it so that's what i would like to push to do So I'm saying to the people that are watching this, go out, try a load of new things, try and see literally anything. It could be sewing, it could be knitting, it could be, you know, (laughs) I don't know, riding a motorbike, you know, whatever your passion is, do your passion and then just become the best at that. Yeah. And then that's when your success will come. Because you're already doing something that you enjoy and you're already doing something that you love. So you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be in a state of mind where you're hating it and you're, you're right. dreading doing, it, doing the next thing. So, right. Uh, but yeah, something along those lines.
0: <laughs> that was it. great, man. That was awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. And that's all you're doing it very spontaneously. And you see, I mean, doing it spontaneously is one of the most difficult things I remember. I'm in this uh, public speaking co- uh, club called Toastmasters. I don't know if you know about it.
1: I do know about it, yeah, because I've I've seen an awful lot of Les Brown content yeah. and yeah, Jim Rohn, um, Tony Robbins, flipping I don't know, like the the greats in the industry.
0: You know? Right. I've watched
1: so many videos about them. In fact, how I get myself motivated in the morning. Um, I'm currently work at the moment, but I get up at about six half six mm. and i sit down in front of uh, a window and i overlook a view yeah and i plug myself in i get some headphones and i put some headphones on and i just listen that's all i do i just focus and i listen to what they have to say and i just take it all in and yeah. it put me right into the to the spark you know and that's Essentially, the place that I would like to get to, you know
0: right, yeah, and, and I think Toastmasters is a great club for doing that, like practicing public speaking skills and uh, really expressing yourself. We have this uh, mm. little section called the uh what, what's it called um, uh, the the um, I, I forgot what I, I forgot the name right now, but you're basically supposed to stand on the spot and you get a question and you're supposed yeah. to speak for like one to two minutes about the subject without any preparation. And that kind of forces your mind to come up with ideas, very creative ideas. And sometimes Mm. it might be a bit awkward, but sometimes you realize that you know more than you actually think that you know. And that's where really Mm. when the mind starts coming up with these ideas that you have gotten from like teachers, like you told like uh, Tony Robbins or uh, different authors that you read from. Uh, yeah, and, and that's really the amazing part about it—the spontaneous state right there is mm. such a great source of creativity. Because planning mm. is one thing, but just being genuine yeah, in the moment is a whole different thing.
1: Yeah, as I said earlier, you know, I think I think from the whole spontaneous side of things, from my personal opinion, you—it's more of a conversational topic. Then it's not as such. Don't get me wrong. A speech is amazing, and that's you know nothing can beat a world kind of speech. Right. But I think a more down to earth way of getting a message across is in a conversational way. If exactly. That makes sense. Right. Um, right. You know. So the, the the whole toastmasters. I didn't actually know that, dude. You're gonna have to send me a link because I need to. <laughs> <out>.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I bet there are many, many clubs in the uh, in your area. Probably. I mean, I don't know in your specific city, but. Uh, in, the, in the UK, for sure. Uh, and, and like you said right there with the conversation, when I was thinking about creating this podcast, I was thinking to myself, like, all right, mm. should I do it as a, what's it called, like a monologue? Or what, what do you call it? Wait, wait, yeah, yeah. When you just talk, yeah, talk to yourself, so you... or mm. should it be a conversation? I realized I cannot do it by myself. I have to have a person who I'm talking to because that's the way for me to, yeah, like, like, that's the best way to share ideas and to really spark something. Like a synergetic Mm, effect.
1: Yeah, you can definitely bounce off people. And have you found, how have you found doing the four? um, Because this is the fourth one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so how have you found doing like the other three? I'm assuming that you got quite a lot of information from them.
0: From Instagram, basically. Like uh, I just posted uh, like a video on my story asking people to join, and there were a few people who wanted to join. You were one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, some other people I just found like they had some interesting content and I just asked them and they were like, yeah, sure. But what I was looking for really was people, uh, it was people who were genuinely interested in joining. Because if I had to force them to join and they were like, "Ah, I don't know, it doesn't seem genuine. Like you, for example, you seem very excited about it. And I was like, all right, I just need to talk to this guy because if I have a conversation with this guy, it's going to be very highly energetic because I can feel the passion coming from him. Mm It's not only me pressuring him to do it. He actually wants to do it. And that's the cool thing.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Honestly, for me, to get... Because I I had that message from you and I was, you know, saying, hey, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Do you want to feature in it? And I was like, honestly, for me, that was an amazing thing because I was like, oh my God, like I've I've reached a stage now where I feel like I'm actually getting somewhere with this, you know? And the whole... I've definitely found in the community, especially that we're in, I don't know if you find the same, but the community we're in, it seems like... It's everything's mindset, you know, right. and and when you get into that mindset and you put yourself into the position where you're thinking, I am gonna do this and this is gonna happen for me, and you know mm-hmm. so on and so forth, and you, you get I uh, I don't know maybe two months down the road and you're thinking, why am I doing this? Like, is this really <laughs> worth my time? Yeah. You know, blah blah blah. And then something like the message that he gave to me, yeah, that that popped up and I was like. Wow. Yeah, like, right. This is actually, you know, this is going to, but that's, that's, it may seem like a very small step to
0: you, but it seems. No, no, no. That's, that's, like that's a exa- listen, that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to start a podcast because mm. I was always waiting for people to like contact me doing something because that's the best way to feel that you're developing your brand when people mm. are actually noticing it. So I was thinking, yeah. you know, I'm probably not going to be invited to like a big podcast from like a famous person or whatever. Why don't I start mm. a podcast on a smaller scale and invite mm. people who actually are, have an interest in personal development and have genuine ideas that they want to spread to people? I'm not sure if many people are going to listen to this. Doesn't matter. What matters is that yeah. people, I, I mean, people like you get to share your, express yourself and uh, mm. you get to feel as if someone is noticing you as well because I am yeah. noticing your content and I think it's great so th- that that that's uh, that's an important thing for me yeah and,
1: and and not only that it it also it connects people together and it also means that you know i can learn from you definitely and and i hope that i can teach you some things right you know? right um so it's the it's the whole learning and you're not too you're never too old to learn and you're never too young to teach you know so it's right. it's that whole mindset of uh you know, bringing people together to share ideas, learn and and go from there. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I I love it, dude. I'm I'm over the moon for doing this. It's really good. Awesome. So you talked about mindset. You mentioned about mindset. What what do you think is the best way to develop a mindset that's driven for success? How do you really create that mindset and make it stable in your life? So it's like always there.
1: So, so a big thing for me, um, this is just from my perspective. So a big thing for me was, uh, I'll, I'll take you back to about maybe two years ago. So two years ago, I, um, I actually just got back from Australia. I traveled Australia for about eight months, uh, with my girlfriend at the time, um, had an amazing time, came home, um, and I was a little bit stuck in it. I didn't really know what to do. You know, I'm, I'm quite into the outdoors. So I quite like going out and doing mountain biking and skiing and, uh, skateboarding and all of those kind of activities yeah. um so i def- i really wanted to get back into that but i was looking in all these different places thinking oh, okay well i can do this and i can do that and I, I looked at a few different jobs but i ended up actually working for a, a telephone shop uh, called o2 mm-hmm. um here in the uk it's very similar to like at&t or um t-mobile or, or you know yeah. those network providers uh so i worked with them for about eight months and it just wasn't for me, so I, I thought, right, I'm going to have to have a look at a couple of different bits and bobs, and that's when it came to me. Um, and I was, search- I was actually just having a, a mundane look through Instagram, um, and I, ke- I kept seeing these motivational posts uh, from various different sources. I think one of them is um, what's his name, Millionaire Mentor. Yeah, yeah, um, he's a, he's a good dude, actually. Uh, um, Gar- Gary V. He's absolutely taken over right. the personal development side of things. Um yeah, he's smashing it. But so I, I saw all of these uh, motivational things on Instagram and I thought, hang on, well why can't I do this? Uh so for me, um starting doing my uh, basically putting myself in their shoes was a way for me to set that mindset in my own life.
0: Right. But the way that
1: the way that I've done it now is that I wake up and the first thing that I do because When we wake up, if we, if we wake up and we check our phone, like, you know, you'll maybe see three or four different posts of so-and-so who's in a bikini on a, on a beach somewhere, you know, you might feel envious and then you wake up and you've got to double check your emails and then your your head's all scattered all over the place, you know? So the first thing that I do within the first 20 minutes of waking up, I'll go downstairs I put the kettle on and then I come in, sit down and I listen to motivational videos or tapes. Yeah. Because as soon as I listen to those, that sets my mind up. And I know that I'm going to have a good day from there.
0: Exactly. It's like a snowball effect. The way that you start is mm. that, that determines the entire momentum of the day, really. That's why having a morning routine as well is extremely oh, important. 100%. Yeah,
1: 100%. Like, I've, I've actually, for the past, sorry to interrupt. I, um, for the past couple of weeks, I've actually made some like spider diagrams. Okay. Um, So I've written down a load of different topics that are going on in my life. So I've got, for example, my business, uh, my job that I'm working at at the moment, uh, family, uh, finances, and so on, and uh, circled them and outlined the things that I need to work on in those different sections. So it just means that I'm taking whatever's in my brain and putting it straight onto paper, so that I've got I can see it physically in front of me, so I know all of the different areas that I need to work on. Yeah, and not not only that, like once I've done those, I can tick them off. Right, and that's part, that part of the fun of having a list is ticking it off. Yeah, you know. Um, but
0: yeah, yeah. So that that's an interesting way of doing it. I do it based on I, I do it I set goals for the entire month. And then yeah. every single week, every Sunday, I look at the goals and I think to myself, all right, how can I reach these, these goals during the week? And then I break it down into smaller habits and I place it during the days. So mm. doing this, like in this strategic way, if people would actually be taught this, like in, let's say, school or anything. Oh,
1: dude, 100%. It would...
0: Uh, oh my God! Like people's lives would just—it would get so much better, really. But yeah. but we 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 this is never taught anywhere unless we actually look for it ourselves.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like in in school, they—I don't know about your school, but in my school, they taught us all about um art and Pythagoras' theorem and maths and so on and so forth. And that—don't get me wrong—that's that's great. And there's no disrespect to credentials because they're very important, but. Whereabouts is all of this in school? Nobody teaches this anywhere, like you say.
0: Right, exactly. And it's people or students they they get taught a lot of things, but then they don't know how to use it in real life. That's why the most common question usually is like, "When am I going to use this? When am I going to use this algebra equation in real life?" And the teacher, teacher, they, they, I mean, the teacher could, if it's a really good teacher, they could tell the students, "Well." Perhaps you can use this in this situation, but did you know that in the past they used this equation in order to like build the pyramids, for example, and start yeah. like making it interesting for the students so they can actually mm. see something tangible in real life and not only the 100%. theory. That's mm. why making the theory into practice is actually a very important skill to develop yeah. in actually any area of your life.
1: Hundred mm. percent. Yeah. I I, did you have in school? Um... They t- they taught you all of the sums in maths, but they didn't like, just like you said, they don't they don't teach you anywhere. I don't I don't know any math teacher
0: they they don't teach you like the history or the no. interesting part about the, the usage of the no. actual thing that you're doing. They just give you the test and like, all right, mm. do this, study this, do it correctly, memorize this. But you yeah. don't know why. You never know the purpose of it. You just no, do that, it no. the only purpose that the people get is that is for the grades. And the grades, mm-hmm. what, what's yeah. the purpose of the grades? Well, it's to get into a good school and blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's never really driven from that intrinsic motivation, that intrinsic purpose. And that's quite oh, a shame. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's driven by that tick in the box from the government or the teachers or the school just to make sure that their credentials are up to scratch. But the students... That's great for the students, but they never understand as to why they're going to do that. You know, it's like for, for me, for example, when I was in school, I learned all about maths, but nobody ever taught me how to pay a bill when I had a, right. you know, a finance come through.
0: Exactly. But
1: say a house payment or my car payment or, you know, paying my taxes or um, like yeah. in my school, we, we didn't have politics. So when I came out of school, I knew absolutely nothing about like politics in general. So I had to learn all of that myself.
0: Right, right. Is
1: is that the same in Sweden? Yeah,
0: I I think that Sweden might be, at least the school that I was in, was a little bit more developed uh, because it wasn't a a public school. It was a private uh, school. So Uh the the teachers, they were very engaged in um, the way that they taught the students because they had experience from like business life, etc., so they could use their own personal experiences and give that to the students so that the students yeah. would get motivated. And also we had some projects going on where we could like create our own company and uh, like use our creative mind in order to come up with business ideas and stuff. And that was cool. But I, when mm. I'm talking about this, I'm talking about the general uh, collective, really, of the, the educational institutes of like really anywhere. Which is, yes. And it's very old school. It hasn't really developed
1: yeah, well, it's, it's it's that whole factory uh, industry, isn't it? Like, where you sit down at a desk and you're given the textbooks and you're all in line and then the bell rings and you go for your break. You know, that's exactly what happens in a factory. So yeah. that, But that was set up for the industrial revolution. Right. That's the reason that we have the school system that we have it for now, you know? So, but that isn't how the world works nowadays. Like, we need schools that are teaching kids... How to be creative, how to, you know, take an idea and put that into the marketplace or how right. to create value for people in the marketplace or how to, you know, by bringing or by developing yourself and by making yourself more valuable. That's yeah. how you then Create more value to the market, aka
0: you get more money. Exactly.
1: You know how to do more things, so on and so forth.
0: Right, and also stuff like, for example, programming and uh, social media and things that is basically influencing our life every single day. Which is technology. Yeah. Those things we never, I, I never heard about it in school. Mm. And I, never. I, I finished high school when was it? Like five years ago. It was five years ago. So I never heard about it, and. Of course, social media existed back then. And social media, is, has it has its benefits and also its flaws as well. Yeah, but definitely. Wh- why didn't they teach you, like, how you can use it to your advantage? I mean, to yeah. build a brand or anything or to make money, whatever. These are things that people would actually be interested in learning. But those things, if, it's if, only... If a... Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's only, like, people have to find that for themselves. And it's difficult for them to find it because if they don't have the, like... Basic motivation, then they won't.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like if there was a class in school that said how to be a millionaire or how to take your idea and um, scale a business from there, you yeah. know, I'd have definitely taken that class when I was fifteen. Oh yeah. But th- there's no such thing that exists like that, you know. Right. So, but that's part of which is why I like the community that we're in. Is that part of our job as you know the motivation, self development, um, the uh, mindset development, and so on. That's the, part of our duty, as, or what I feel like, part of my duty is to give back to the people that don't know. You know, that education exactly. is more is more valuable than the money that comes along with it. Right. You know? Like obviously, making money is definitely great. Like if yeah. somebody paid me a million, if somebody paid me a million dollars tomorrow to teach a class, then I'd definitely do it. But right. for me, I find more value in, if I was to teach somebody how to do something, or if I was to teach them, not necessarily the correct way, because I don't, I don't think there's a, a right or wrong way to teach something, you know, it, it depends on opinion, but yeah, um, just having somebody come up to me and say, dude, I'm I, I don't know why I haven't heard this before. You know, you've really changed my life. That, to me, is my millions, you know?
0: Exactly. Uh, I remember when, um, you know, I've been into this self-help thing for quite a few years now, actually. And Mm. when I really got into it was back in 2016. This was before I went to Korea for the first time. And I I lived in Korea for like a year. And I've been there on and off. So uh, I started to talk to some people or some friends that I knew back then. And and in Korea, it's like even more strict, like with the school system and everything and the the pressure from society and everything. So Mm. the the young people, they don't really get to express themselves in the way that they genuinely want because they have to look good for other people. And uh, what looks good for other people, you know, might not be what feels good for themselves yeah
1: there's there's no there's no happiness that comes from within then is it right so so exactly it's an external justification to please somebody else which isn't right and that can Mm -hmm.
0: never that can never really produce the fulfillment i mean it can Mm -hmm. in a in a very short-lived way but for the long-term fulfillment that's not possible because in the end people don't really give a shit in the end about you they only care about themselves in the end And that might sound very egotistical, but but still, there's some truth to it. At the same time, oh
1: yeah, hundred percent, definitely.
0: Yeah. So so when I started to like speak to talk to some people over there uh, about the the whole motivation thing and how to plan your life and be strategic and reach goals, people were looking at me like it was some type of rocket science. I mean, some young people were like, "What is it possible?" Like, really? Like, can you teach me more about it? And I was like, well, isn't this like very basic, like obvious stuff? Because Mm -hmm. I was so used to it because that's what I was studying basically every single day. And I was just so shocked that people don't know about this. Um, Now, of course, me saying that people should know about this is obviously sort of a judgment at the same time. I should not tell people what they should or should not do. But I'm just doing, saying yeah. it because I want people to be more fulfilled. I want people oh, yeah. to be more happy.
1: 100%, 100%. I completely get that. Like, you know, having... having, did What did they say in, in relation to that? You know, like, what did they... Were they just completely astonished by the fact that you knew this information? No, or? They,
0: they, they were like, um, oh, yeah, I want to do... I, so let's say there was an example, some guy who wanted to... He was, like, really good at... Um, Painting, for example, and um, I was telling him what, why can't you make money from this? And and he said, Well, it's not possible because you can only make money from XYZ by me doing this, going to this university, and uh, getting the gratification from my parents Mm. and from the society, and me getting this title in the end, working for that company. Like, usually in Korea, there's like this big scheme, uh, not scheme, but like this big, uh, glorifying of working for a big company and getting a really yeah, good yeah. position.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, you, like
1: it's the whole, it's the whole story, isn't it? It's, it's the whole story that we've basically been told and it's, it's through no fault of our own or our parents' fault, because that's only the story that's been passed down to them.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know, so they're doing the best job that they think they're doing at the time. Um, but you know, you're in, you're in, Let's say you're four years old. This is how it works in the UK. So you're four years old. You go to preschool. Uh, you then join primary school, which is like um, the first school that you go to at the age of five. Uh, you then stay there until you're about 11 years old. Um, you then go to secondary school and then you go through secondary school and you're taught throughout secondary school. Right. Get good grades so you can go to university. And then when you finish university, you can then go into a get... Get a good job that pays just enough so that you can pay your bills, yeah. um, and and you work just hard enough so that you don't get fired. Basically, right? Um, you know, and and throughout the whole thing, my, even my parents were saying to me, they were saying, "Look, make sure that make sure it's something that you really really like doing." Mm. Which which is definitely like that's great advice. Yeah, but because they didn't know about how to go about marketing something from scratch, like, I feel like I've missed out on maybe three or four years. Yeah. yeah. Of progress, you know? Right. Um, just purely for the fact that, and again, it's, not, it's through no fault of their own. Um, they were just trying their best to teach me the way that they thought was the best, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just the story that people have passed down to them by either work colleagues, parents, grandparents, whoever it may be. Yeah,
0: it it is a paradigm, really. It's a paradigm. Mm. And I think life is about changing paradigms. We're always going to get caught up into some type of paradigm, but why not make that Mm. paradigm something that really sets sail towards something awesome, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, have you heard of a guy called Bob Proctor?
0: Oh yeah, that that was like one of my first uh, uh, yeah. inspirational teachers for sure. When I was mm. working as a mailman, um, like every single day, I listened to his uh, lectures, and it just blew my mind. I don't know this I know. guy. I don't know what it is about him, but the way that he speaks is just—it just goes straight into your heart.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I've only just recently come across him. Maybe in the past month or so. Um, but his work is insane. Like it just, it does blow my mind. Yeah. Um. Just, oh, Nate, the stuff that he says is just ridiculous. Like, right. For any of your audience, if you haven't seen him, go on YouTube Bob Proctor. Yeah. It uh, is insane.
0: Right. It's and he had, I, I think his his one of his greatest lectures is uh, "You Were Born Rich." It's called, and mm. then there's basically a ten hour free seminar on youtube that you can watch and i bet you if you start watching the first 20 minutes you will just get sucked into it and you'll watch the entire thing because yeah. that's how powerful it is i think that's one of the greatest seminars ever held I, I think it was held in like 1986 or something but it's extremely good and it's so powerful and the teachings mm-hmm. there most of the teachings he was inspired by napoleon hill um yeah, writing "Thinking grow rich and those yeah. i don't know if you read that book
1: uh, I haven't. I am actually is on my list of books to get. So yeah, uh, do,
0: that. yeah. do that. Do <laughs> that. Yeah, is a is a great book. Uh, very quite difficult to understand at times, but the mm. the principles in that books uh, book is just mind blowing. Really.
1: Yeah, I've actually just finished reading. Have you heard of a book called uh, "The Richest Man in Babylon"?
0: No, I haven't heard it.
1: Dude, anything about finances, buy that book. It's it's basically it's set almost as in babylonian times so it's sounds like it's in old english it's the kind of thou and thee and uh so on um but here's a a massive life lesson that i really really should have done right i should have read that book before the start of this year so a little insight to my finances and why i'm a little bit behind um i had a friend come to me he was struggling financially and he's he said to me he said doug can you help me out i'm a i'm really in the shit i need some uh, money can you help me out and i was like dude i actually i'm i'm struggling a little bit myself at the moment and yeah. he said oh, okay um I, would you be a guarantor on a loan for me uh. and i was like mm. and without really knowing what a guarantor was i kind of was like oh yeah i don't really know but he he said to me he was taking out a loan for four thousand pounds
0: uh-huh
1: and he said to me he said if I take this loan out for £4,000, I'll give you £1,000 as a thank you, basically, and I'll continue to pay it off. So all I had in the forefront of my mind was £1,000, £1,000, that's really quick and it's really easy.
0: Yeah.
1: And without reading into what a guarantor was, I just said, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, sound, man. Yeah, we'll sign the paperwork. Mm. So we signed the paperwork. Everything was cushy. First month comes along. Bang. Misses his payment. So I get a phone call from the loan company. Oh, my God. Oh Yeah, yeah I know, right? So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, your your friend Daniels misses loan payment. I was like, okay, um, how much is it? They said, well, it's £245 for this month. And I was like, mm, right, okay. So obviously, I've got a loan company ringing me up. don't really want that. So I paid him over the phone, Yeah. hung up the phone, rang my friend straight away. I was like, mate. what's this about? Like you said to me, you were going to pay this loan off and it's the first month. Like I'd expect you to at least pay the first month. (laughs) Right. You know, like if you're going to screw me over, at least pay the first one. And then, you know, whatever. Uh, And he was like, Oh yeah, I'm really sorry, man. Like, yeah, I'll I'll definitely owe you the money. Right. Cut a long story short. He missed the second month's payment. He, He paid the third and he's now missed the fourth and it looks like it's going to continue this way until the end of the loan, right? Oh, my God. But, yeah, I know, right? So I'm, basically, I'm going to be paying, like, a four grand loan back out of my own pocket because I was helping my friend out. But looping back to the book scenario, in that book, uh, the, Richest Man in, the Richest Man in Babylon, which I'm just about to finish, I'll probably finish it within the next couple of days, It's it specifically puts in there like guidelines about loaning money to friends and how to do it properly without repercussion from it, and I'm like, oh, oh man, this... I really wish I have read this book like, before I signed to be the a baby, you know?
0: Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that's a, that was a difficult situation. I mean, it is a difficult situation for you, I guess. It must feel weird, especially since it's a friend of yours, and for yeah, him man. as well. Like, how did, how is he feeling? I would feel such a such a shame. Really?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know, because, like, don't get me wrong, he, I can see it through and through that he is a good friend, but I, I just feel like it's almost like he's taking a piss a little bit and I'm like, well, dude, I know maybe it's just me and maybe I need to come down on on him a little bit harder than I actually have and say, look, if you don't start paying some loans off, there's going to be some phone calls made and some men knocking at your door, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm not that sort of person, so I wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I think he is ashamed about doing it, and he I, bless him, he has got a kid on the way, and he's just moved into a new place, so I get that. But oh. I just I really wish he'd have come to me and said, "I'm really struggling for money. Can you loan me some money?" And if I if if I'd have said, mm, "Well, how much do you need?" I mean, if you said if you'd have said like four thousand pounds, then I'd have probably said. Well, here's five hundred pounds. This is all I can give you, but at least it's not me signing away four grand right. over three years, you know.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: But yeah, I, I hope that he feels ashamed. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah. I uh, right that. Yeah, I don't really know what to say, man. <laughs> I know. But,
1: yeah. Sorry to bring. Sorry to put like a massive burden or. or like, <laughs> no, no problem. It. But yeah.
0: Anyways, yeah. um. Yeah, I was wondering because um, wow, this has been an awesome conversation so far. Your Thanks, your vision with the entire one minute movement, um, mm. your preliminary brand name, not yeah. set yet, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what That's what, it, what yeah. is your vision regarding it? Where where do you see yourself in that brand in like one year?
1: Oh, so um, the. My vision at the moment is that I would like to... I've got my Instagram page, and that's absolutely amazing. And I'm going to continue with that, definitely. So if you haven't followed me, that would be amazing. Um, So my vision for the future is I would like to get to the stage at which I can teach people how to get to the stage that I will be at in a year, which is having... I don't know, let's say two hundred follower, 200,000 followers on Instagram, growing up a business, um, growing my website to the point at which I've got continuous sales coming through. Um, I actually, as a little quirky side piece, uh, I do a lot of Forex trading. Okay. Um, so I'd like to incorporate that in some point um, and give some lessons on that. So the vision that I have would be to work from a laptop remotely, um and have quite a few different avenues and just fly all over the world giving lectures on how to grow businesses and motivational speeches really
0: yeah i see that sounds like an awesome vision right there yeah everyone first of all everyone listening go follow him on instagram one minute motivation one as in the number one and then minute uh, m- movement sorry one minute that's, movement yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and i especially like one quote that i actually saved which is called when you can't go outside go inside and i think that's a great lesson right there mm. uh, so my vision really for conscious motivations is um i, I don't know really it's so big <laughs> i want to i want to travel the world and i want to hold lectures lectures on the subjects of personal development and how to make people more mm. conscious and aware. And when I say conscious and aware, it's such a, like a generic term sometimes. But what it really means for me is that people become aware of who they really are. They become aware of their habits, of their programming, of yeah. their paradigm, and they know how yeah. to change it. And they're mm-hmm. always aware when their so-called quote-unquote lower self is taking over. For example, when yeah. they feel like reaching a certain goal and they want to accomplish it. But then they, they have this thought in the back of their head like, you know what, I, I, I would like to do it, but, but I don't know. You know, that thing right there, how can they switch their mindset right away yeah, to strive towards what they genuinely want and follow their mm. higher purpose? Um, mm. And I think Instagram is a great way for me to start. This podcast is also a great way. And uh, Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah.
1: Like, like I'm, I'm absolutely loving your page. And the fact that you have some content that is slightly older... For me, yeah. it's amazing because I, I actually had a little look through your page and there's a quote that I like of yours, which is, be peaceful like water, but strong like a mountain. I <laughs> yeah. um, love that one. It's so good. Just because I like the outdoors, you know, it's really resonating. Me, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, but, like, I love your page because you've got, at the bottom, you have your first-off posts, you know. You have those starting-off posts where you can see the progression. You can see that growth. Yeah. My page, you know, I I actually don't I don't have that. I should I should bring it back a little
0: bit. Um, <laughs> That's one thing that I've always uh, uh, like uh, been focusing on. Always trying to change it. You know, when I don't feel a hundred percent satisfied, I just I need to change it. And I feel like my page is coming to the point where I need to start changing the pictures. I need to start rethinking the entire thing. The quotes. I never really feel satisfied, even with like the description and the bio. I don't feel satisfied with that either, and I just like I'm very compulsive. So when I feel like something has to change, I just I have to do it right away.
1: Oh, dude, always go with your gut, man. Right, go with your gut because like if you feel in your gut that you're correct, then you you're probably are. Yeah. because who's to dictate what you can and can't do like in your life if you want to go a certain way then just do it you know like you shouldn't that's the, the thing that will make you happy is by doing what you feel is best for you so exactly. you know i I'd, I'd need to i need to have a little uplift on my profile as well you know a million <laughs> stories and so on but i'm working on it we're definitely getting there so i think yeah. you've got a few more followers than me though
0: yeah, because I, I spam people like crazy on their stories. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, my God. I, some people have been so pissed off at me for doing that. But I th- it actually helps. That's a weird thing. People actually oh, yeah. are, are willing to promote my profile. Mm,
1: yeah, it definitely helps, man. Like, the thing for me is that I'm, because I work the job that I have at the moment, which I, I am actually at the moment, um, I work from 7 o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. And then I sleep over at the place that where I am. So I do that for three days. I'm actually on for four at the moment. So I have four days out of this week where I'm working 15 hours per day. And then when I finish work, basically I finish work, but I can't go home. I have to stay over. So I stay over at work. So it's very hard for me to, you know, get to everybody's messages, get to get into all of those uh, group conversations, you know, and try and do that. Um, yeah. Uh, the, job that. The, the good side to it is that i do get six days off so i try and catch up with all of the backlog of all of the stuff that i've tried okay. to missed
0: right um, but I yeah see. yeah instagram is actually uh, it's still something i'm trying to figure out like what is what makes instagram success and what makes a really a page stand out it's a lot about the the engagement with the followers yeah uh, but it, it's difficult mm-hmm. to keep track of everyone and to really make everyone satisfied at the same time,
1: yeah, I think well it's just at the end of the day, as I'm sure you know, like it's just hard work, isn't it, yeah, you know like if you want to get to that place where we can say, right, we've definitely made it, we've put in as much as we can you mm. know nothing nothing can substitute hard work there's you know there's no you can't you can't climb the ladder of success with your hand in the mm. pocket, you know. Yeah, that's to, very true. You have to get your hands out and do the work mm. if you want to
0: get what, re, the results, you know? Very true, man. All right, man, I actually I yeah. think this podcast is coming to an end. It's been extremely intense. Yeah. 45 minutes oh, dang, of thanks, intense man. conversation. I think we should do this again in the future. We can dive into a specific topic more deeply. Yeah. Everyone who's been listening, go follow him, One Minute One Minute Movement. If you like this podcast, make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Conscious Motivations. Follow my YouTube, Conscious Motivations, as well. Visit my website, ConsciousMotivations.org, to look at my books and my other material. Anyways, everyone, take care, stay conscious, and I'll see you soon with more.